Welcome to If the Couch Could Talk podcast with your hosts, Cassie and Megan, where we debate over anything from a day without technology to the ethics behind an episode of Criminal Minds. All from the comfort of the couch that has so much tea to spill, yet can never say a word. Hi, and welcome back to our second episode where we're going to talk about... It's all you. Should... Elementary schools offer a second language. Or require. Or require a second language. This is an interesting one because I specifically think of this one as an implication of a globalized world so much so that immediately when I think of this and reflect back on my elementary school years, I did not have any other language, and I was not offered any other language. And that's a huge part of it is the opportunity. I didn't have that opportunity either at my public high school to even take Spanish, and I think it was only Spanish or French anyway. Mm -hmm. I didn't have that opportunity until eighth grade. Yeah. Maybe seventh, but it was, like, rare. Like, no one took it. And it's not required, and you're not going to get kids in on learning other language when they don't want to do school anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think offered and required are two completely different sides of the coin. Well, I mean, I think we'll start by saying when you look at other countries, this is, yeah, when you look at basically any other European country, developed Mm -hmm. European countries, they grow up in, you know, first, second grade, the equivalent to first or second grade, knowing and learning two languages, minimum. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in some countries like, what, we could even say Belgium. They have three different official languages. Sí, cuando estamos viendo aquí en los Estados Unidos es muy diferente. There you go. No, I think that we have it so different here. And mm-hmm. like like you said, I have friends in Europe and they it's not even a question. Like, you know English fluently by the time you're out of the equivalent high school because you have to because you're living in a place that kind of respects globalization more i think yeah and knows that you need to have more than one language to succeed Mm -hmm. right and so i've been to europe i've been to south america you not to study abroad though because (laughs) coronavirus stole that right but luckily we have been before we have been before Mm -hmm. um and i have only learned french a little bit in high school and it wasn't required um and a little bit in college, and again, it wasn't required. Uh, but I still don't really have a good grasp on the language. And even traveling to France, I felt embarrassed. Well, how long were you in France? I was in France for two weeks. Okay, so here's the thing. There's there's the incentive to learn the language. So right. I only learned it. I took high school classes and some in middle school when it was offered, and then I really liked it, so I kind of kept with it. But I had the incentive of getting my exchange student. Mm-hmm. So if I didn't have her coming and know about that, then why did I need the language? Right. And then also with minoring, because you're minoring in French right now, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I'm minoring in Spanish. And there was this big incentive for the first two and a half years. You're going to go live abroad in wherever in Spain, Barcelona, Sevilla, whatever. And I'm like, okay, so I need this language. But so I guess it was needed. Like in my head, it was required because I kind of put it upon myself to succeed and to travel and to have this in my back pocket. Mm-hmm. But in a way, because it's not required here, it's almost seen as we just expect when we go abroad or 
-hmm. and say we go we want to go abroad but we don't really want to care to learn the language which a lot we of people expect do. them to adapt right we just expect everyone else to adapt to our language people are going to japan it's yeah. like they don't know how to speak the language of the places that they're going yeah and they don't bother to try because they don't feel like they need to because mm -hmm. all these other places have put in the work to with the question what we're talking about yes you need to offer the other languages right. multiple other languages to choose from yeah and we never it was never really something that was in our elementary schools and it wasn't really exposed so because it is exposed so late in the learning process and there's Your been brain is not there's been so it. many studies about it exactly it's it's like you can grasp a language so much easier when you're learning it along with english when okay, you're but why are we learning language. like why are we forcing everybody to do biology i don't even think i learned one thing in biology and i never took it again but like they made me take that when i was mm. in like fifth sixth grade so why am i not forced to learn i i think two languages in addition would be nice because mm. you were practicing them alongside each other a lot of the romance languages are essentially similar in root so mm -hmm. it would be extremely beneficial but i think also young kids wouldn't put in the work yeah. But again, do they really put in the work to English class or do they just get to the point where they have to try in high school? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it seems like a very bare minimum type of, of curriculum with no real investment or emphasis on a globalized education. And then here's the other thing, like the payoff is, is huge, even if your utility is low in learning. Right. Because every internship, I'm looking for like economics or pre-legal ones and it's like, bare minimum requirement to be fluent in mm. one of the following words and they list like five or six depending on the company it's a lot of mandarin french spanish right. um so you know you kind of like have to have that if you want to go into even business anything really you need to have that in your back pocket to be competitive because yeah. like you said a lot of people coming from like european nations they have it and they have more right right and because it was not abnormal for them everybody that's just what everybody does so are they more successful you think their academic program with respect to foreign language is more successful i think it's just different like we would obviously have to look at numbers and clearly there are plenty of successful americans that don't know no, another I, I language agree. like obviously that's not but what does that say what we're getting at like what but, does that say if there can be that many successful americans without having more than just English. Like that, yeah, you could be successful, but what is that type of success defined in this country? It's kind of a niche, um, very much American first. It's like one-sided and focus. there's no globalization element at all. Like yeah. where are you gonna go? You're gonna expect everybody to converse with you in English? Like that's selfish. And that's kind of what I was feeling, you know, in France, it was like, I'm in their country. I should be able to communicate with them in their country. I shouldn't walk in and expect everyone to right. know fluent English and speak to me. But they do. But they do anyway. Because they know you're going to come and be a bum. Like, honestly. <laughs> right, but that's the that's like kind of the whole aura that we give off when we travel. Because they know that And that's that American tourist type of stigma. Right, but because we don't, because we don't do what this question is asking, we don't implement more than English mm -hmm. and no one takes it if they don't have to by the time you're like 18 you go to college no my Spanish class is like three people yeah. like no one does that mm -hmm. that's a lie there's like 15 mm -hmm. but I've taken really really small ones I think overall the astounding result is just the American first 
and English first focus in curriculum. We see this a lot with history classes, you know, from elementary school as well. Mm -hmm. It was, we were never really learning any sort of globalized history. It was always history and how it relates to the U.S. and the U.S. alone. And so there have been lots of arguments about this, but it just further shows that maybe we should have more investment in emphasizing and bringing up we want to do young children for, as globalized citizens. For the math people here, so yeah. U.S. Census Bureau 2019, 20% of Americans can converse in two or more languages compared with 56% of wow. Europeans. That's wow. crazy to me. That's, That's more than double. That's incredibly sad. One in five compared to one in two. Compared to 56 and 100. Yeah. What is that? What's 56 divided by two? Don't do it wrong. That would be bad. <laughs> It's 28 20. over 50. Am I dumb right now? Okay, whatever. But that's a big difference. It's a huge difference. I was trying to reduce the fraction. And what would be the low? How low can you reduce that? 28 over 50. How, yeah. What else would you divide by? 14 Two, over 25. Right? 14 over 25 is reduced. Yeah. Okay. Simplified. See, I learned that. I learned how to simplify we math, a fraction. And, well, math is universal no matter where you go. So they check that box. Yeah. But, again. Except for the way we complicate it with the, like, pounds instead of <laughs> um, currency. Right, or, like, inches. Like, we don't mm. need – we should just mm, go metric. But that's yeah. my opinion because, right, you know. Yeah, I think it would be interesting to see. And I know there are some private schools that also – emphasize learning another language when you're young. So when you enroll in first grade, you're enrolled in Chinese as well. And you're enrolled in that program for five years. And guess what? You come out going into middle school speaking fluent English and fluent Mandarin. And that feels like huge in, in many, many respects. And it's a great skill. It's a great asset to have. And something that I think if you you know, are motivated enough to learn another language by the time that you are ready to do that, say college or even later, it's so much more difficult. Right. No, I definitely agree. I think a foot in the door early is the way to go. So I mm -hmm. guess circling back to what we're trying to figure out, I think, yes, we should be requiring kids at a younger age to start with a second language at least Mm -hmm. because we're realizing that it puts us behind as a society and as a country. Yeah. And I'm honestly surprised that someone like of a higher status or position in the education department hasn't done this before. You and I have talked about it on if the coach could talk. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, if you, if you look around and I'm sure there are people here that are listening and that probably have had the opportunity whether it was just offered or required. Um, and I know they would probably have very different experiences, but I guess on our perspective, looking back, we would have really maybe at the time not loved it, but definitely appreciated the growth that it could have, that could have, it could have given us, I think. No, I definitely agree. I think um, it's just kind of a common sense principle to yeah the key success is to be diverse and kind of, you know, be able to communicate with people in more than just English because mm -hmm. yeah, what is that going to do for you? Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Just the growth of a 
globalized so what do we do? citizen starts with learning another language. Right, but how do you do it? You tell me. Let's write to the Department of Education. What are you going to say? And, um, you going to listen? <laughs> probably not, but uh, we can propose for Start that small. to be done. Yeah, I agree. I think at least college should require it, but you need to require it before. Well, here's the other thing, too, is, like, we're aware of it now. I'm sure other people our age are aware of it now. When we have children, if we're so lucky, we will be aware of it, and I'm going to want my child to learn another language, yeah, hopefully because, when they're young. Mm-hmm. Well, if you speak it, that's – if you're educating us to be able to speak it fluently, then we're using it in the household. Then it stems and it's a trickle down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you start somewhere. Right. You pick a generation and you roll with it. Mm-hmm. But it, it has to come from, you know, above. Yeah, definitely. So, yes, we've we've concluded. This we've is concluded the first answer. <laughs> that, yes. We should be learning more we than English. We should be learning another language. Good. <laughs> Thank you. And also, this is random, but if you have anything specific that you want us to talk about, please feel free to let us know. Yes, send us a message. And tell us your thoughts. Tell us what's on your mind. Tell we love us what to we talk. Debate. We love. I love to talk. She loves to talk. We love to talk. Thanks for listening. I love to talk. <laughs>